Prepare yourself for Listoff, the gaming podcast where your hosts, Brian and Ryan, rank the things they love. Three, two, one, Listoff. This week on Listoff, what the f Nintendo? Jeez. Is that going to be bleeped out? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. But I wanted to see your face. Yeah. Wanted it to be a natural reaction. So that is natural right there. Wow. Okay. You didn't you didn't offend me, you just surprised me. Okay, cool. I asked if you wanted a heads up on what it yeah. was gonna be. No, that's that's great. That's genuine reaction right there. So how's it going, Brian? It's good. It's good after that. Yeah, I feel I feel pretty good. A little sick, but but I'm yeah. here. Yeah, well, I appreciate you showing up, man. You know, yeah. showing up for duty. That's right. Call like, of Duty. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, did you play any games this week? Sorry for the shock, man. I didn't no, mean no. to like. I can see your face. It was it's a jump start here. Yeah, yeah. So my my whole gaming week has been just Horizon Forbidden West, nothing else. And yeah, that game is very good. I am very impressed with it. I've probably gotten about, let's say, like ten hours in here mm. and there, and. I don't want to do any spoilers, obviously, because it's it's a brand new game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've gotten into the Forbidden West. Let's say that um, the the game has a pretty oh, that's extensive cool. prologue where you can do a bunch of side missions, yeah. kind of like the Plateau in Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. where it's it's a starting area, but then you can kind of go off. I saw somebody tweet that like, oh, I have 16 hours in and I still haven't reached the Forbidden West. So it's good that, to know it's reachable in 10. Right. Yeah. So my my style that i'm going with is i want to do the main quest mm-hmm. i want to see the the story all the way through and then i will probably do side missions and go back and see everything that i want to see um this game is absolutely gorgeous i would mm-hmm. say it's probably the best looking video game that i've ever wow. seen Whoa. Um, it's gorgeous graphics uh the I mean, I'm playing on performance mode, so I get mm-hmm. nice 60 frames per second. I don't have a 4K TV, so that's right. like the only one that I should be using. It's the it's the one you should be using regardless. Of, I would yeah, say so. Yeah, yeah I would always uh, have frame rate over resolution mm-hmm. any day. Absolutely. The water looks absolutely amazing. That that water tech is is definitely up there. And yeah, you you can go underwater in any any area that has water. So it's. It's not like I think that the first game you couldn't really do not that. Really, no, yeah. not the, yeah, I don't know if you, you couldn't go underwater at all, could you? In the first I, game, I don't, I don't know that you could. I can't remember because it's. Been I do remember five years. I do remember swimming in the, in the first one for sure. Like yeah, because they had like, those big alligator right, right. robots. Yeah. Uh, Story wise, I'm I'm still intrigued. I mean, these games are all built on mystery. Mm-hmm. We know a lot of what has happened, so that mystery is gone. Uh, as to you know where we are in the post post apocalypse, right. why there are robot dinosaurs, all that kind of stuff has been solved and, yeah. and known. But there are still mysteries to be had here. Um, even the last game kind of hints at there's there's a larger picture here. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see all all new characters uh, and your favorite characters. The animation is superb. Wow. So I've been kind of talking about it. Like, so The Last of Us Part Two, completely the best like motion capture mm-hmm. I've ever seen in a video game. Yeah. It's all handcrafted. Every single piece of that is is 
you know, gone over with a fine tooth comb Mm -hmm. for this. I would say they get a very similar effect in terms of the quality, Mm -hmm. but you can tell that it's done procedurally. You know, there's an engine in, in play where, yeah, they probably tighten up different reactions to things and add in a few extra, you know, hand gestures. But for the most part, you can tell that these characters are just talking and are going based on a script of kind of like, oh, sometimes I need to be moving my hands. Sometimes I need to kind right. of look away or, or avert my eyes or look at another character who might be like getting ready to say something. All of that stuff is just done so beautifully. And there are so many interactions in this game. There are so many different side quests and, and characters. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them is, is completely fleshed out and has like an, a whole story to tell. There was one guy who I like started a conversation and he said, this is going to be a long story. And I was like, yeah, go for it. And then like, it was a really, really long story, but like there were like five different times where I could say like, okay, I've had enough. I want to, I want to get going, but all of like that entire conversation, I would say was probably like 10 minutes. If I wanted to sit there and listen to the whole thing, every part of it was just like engrossing. And there were, there were different, like just facets of the animation that that had me drawn in at every step of the way felt genuine. It it really did. Yeah. These are two characters actually having a conversation. Aloy is awesome. You know, she, she, she established herself as a character in the Mm -hmm. first game. She is established and she is awesome. Um, She has no time for anything. People need to get out of her way. (laughs) And there's, there's a lot of like fun interactions where, where you can really see that happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the gameplay is, is as good as ever. Um, they fixed a couple things. I, I didn't remember this, but a couple people have told me in the first game, you would have to like get a lot of things for crafting, but you can only carry so much. And then you mm-hmm. have to drop things and, and kind of like make decisions on that. Right. It was I've, annoying. Yeah. I've heard they've overhauled that. They did. So yeah. you can just pick up everything all the time and it just gets sent to your stash if you're like over capacity. So it's a complete what a novel idea. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy, but like, you know, it's a video game. Like just let people have fun with it. Yeah. You got to love that because like that was not fun. So the developers right. like, how can we make it fun for people? And they exactly. solved that problem. That's great. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, there's heavy RPG elements. You get a lot of different abilities and you can, you know, put your points into different things. The abilities seem really cool. I, I know that it was in the trailer where mm-hmm. she uses one of her kind of ultra abilities and the camera like a valor so cool. thing, right? Yes. The valor. That's right. So that just kind of builds up over time, but it's a total like anime, like camera spins around. And then she like either puts like some war paint on or, or just like, you know, activates something on, on her, her wrist or there's like a million different things based right. on the different valor like, that you put uh, into it. Yeah. Exactly. She is <laughs> yeah. powering up. Yeah. And then it like the, you know, the screen has different effects based on whatever That's you're cool. doing. Um, but yeah, super smooth gameplay. Um, I really liked the gameplay in the first game, mm-hmm. you know, as you're getting higher into the levels and dealing with bigger enemies and, and stronger and faster enemies, you have to make use of all the different traps, all the different bow types and arrows. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can't say enough good things about, about that combat. That, that's always been a, a high point for me. Yeah. Uh, you definitely have to take your time and learn attacks. It's not as punishing as like a souls game would be, right? but it's still, 
you, you definitely have to think it's not just button mashy. Right. I felt like it was a little messy in the first game. So I do hope they streamlined it a little bit. It didn't feel yeah. as polished as a souls game, you know, right. Like I, I felt robbed a few times. Like it wasn't sure. because of a mistake I made. Right. I can but, understand um, that there, there is some kind of like stickiness to it where mm-hmm. if Aloy is not close enough, she'll like kind of warp a little bit. And if the enemies aren't close enough, but they like basically made a connection with you, Mm-hmm. It, the animation will like adjust for that. And that, that kind of feels a little rough sometimes, but for the most part, I would say that it it is definitely a tighter experience than the first game. Man, I, I ran into a, a similar thing um, to you where it took me a long time to get into the combat of, of zero dawn, mm-hmm. but this one I'm maybe it's because I have experience with the, the systems, but I think it is just doing a better job of, of getting you in the game. I would oh, cool. say the traversal mechanisms that you have are, are really good with the the glider and and the hookshot kind of pull caster. Yeah. So I'm again I'm pretty early on, but I, I am absolutely loving it so far, and I am just so disappointed that it seems like it's going to get overshadowed yet again. Yeah. By another big game. Well, I I think like honestly, I do think that week has been enough. It has probably sold gangbusters. You right. know, I, I'm willing to bet it has anyway. People kind of planted their flag unfortunately it could be both but a lot of people picked yeah. you know i'm going to spend my money on uh forbidden west or i'm going to spend it on elden ring for the right. listeners uh elden ring hasn't released yet this episode will be coming out after elden ring's release but we are on the cusp of it right now at the time of recording um but man i'm, I'm really happy to hear all that about forbidden west i i was wondering how do they handle the climbing in it because i do hear they do that a lot better uh, is it more organic, sure. like Breath of the Wild? Can you kind of climb everywhere, or is it specific places? But they they have enough of them to where it's not a burden. So there are still specific places, but those specific places are multiplied by like a thousand. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you can choose at the beginning of the game if you want to use explorer mode or guided mode. Mm-hmm. And explorer mode kind of doesn't highlight anything except like your main quest marker, and then it just lets you explore and and try to find where things are in guided more mode it definitely highlights like here's the handholds here's where you you should be going uh but you you can't really tell all the different places you can climb unless you're really paying attention um but there are definitely like if you just like look at a rock face Mm -hmm. there's going to be points that you can kind of tell like okay i can go up this way that's but cool. it's hidden for the most part, unless you're like really paying attention. Right. It's not like a yellow platform everywhere, right? No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But right. it's not like Zelda where it's like any surface right. that you see is, is climbable. So. Right. Right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you hear it, you heard it here. It's Brian's favorite game ever. I mean, it's um, my no, favorite game of 2021 so far. Oh, cool. Of, of 2022. Games that have come out. Yeah. Or 2022. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that, that might change over time. We got a lot of year, you know, time left here, but yeah, we'll see. So I will say it's uh Elden Ring hasn't released, but the reviews did drop. So oh, we yeah. know that it is looking like people think it is the best game. One of the best games ever made. It's, right. uh, I'm hearing that term thrown around a lot. Uh, and needless to say, it's gotten me only more excited for the game. Uh, I really do hope you get it early because there's like co-op. We could visit each other's worlds and help <laughs> each other out. That would be so cool. Um, but yeah, totally. Like enjoy Horizon Forbidden West. It sounds right. like it, it sounds like a special game. I, I want to champion it for as long as I can because I don't want it to get overshadowed. You have exactly this episode. So. I know. Yeah, good job. <laughs> That's why I talked for so long about it. 
Right, right. Good job. Uh, so for me, I do want to say we did a Mario Kart tournament uh, last Saturday. We kind of mentioned it, I think, last episode, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it occurred and um, I won the tournament. I laid you the did. down. Yeah, you did. I don't think people are ready for your your caliber of Mario Kart. Wow, thank you, Brian. Um, I was. I gonna... never saw you. I placed tenth overall. You I saw, never I saw, saw you. you. I saw you. Yeah, well, sure. you were just a blur. I think I sent like two blue shells that probably didn't even hit you. So, um, yeah, I love I love Mario Kart Eight, and now people. It's so like I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not. A boastful person i don't consider myself like aggressive in that way or anything like that but um it feels it does feel good that people know how good i am at mario kart now <laughs> yes. you know because like i've only ever really had time to share that with the anonymous people online and my wife who plays with me by the way she ranked she got third out of yeah. the 12 other podcasts who uh the doctor took place yeah and a special thanks to uh big drink energy podcast for putting that together it was really a ton of fun man um, but yeah, she placed third. I placed first. Brian placed 10th, I want to say. So not yeah. last. You did say last, but you did not uh, get yeah. last. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it, yeah, like I said, it feels good, man, um, to finally like have that out there that people know. People know. People know. That's right. <laughs> uh, I've, I'm still playing some Sifu as well. Uh, and it kind of did. So going back to Mario Kart 8, um, it did spark. Uh, my wife and I used to play all the time. So we have been playing more often since that tournament because it's ah. like, oh, yeah, like, wait, remember this? Well, this is fun. Like, let's do that. So uh, I do appreciate it for that reason, too. But, yeah, Sifu is great. I, wa I was trying to get the. Um, so there's like a, a you could do. Gosh, I don't know if I want to spoil this. I don't know if it's even a spoiler at this point, but there's a different ending you could get to the game and there's a way to go about that. And I was trying to achieve that. Um, and I'm not the best at achieving that. So I don't know if I'm really going to go for it. I'm still having fun playing the game, but I don't think I should set out with that being my goal. You know, uh, is that part I, of the platinum? It might be. I haven't really delved into the trophies that much uh, okay. as far as like what it takes to get them. But uh, yeah, I'm still enjoying the heck out of that game. I'm also still pushing a little bit, further into hollow Knight, but really uh i'm oh just <laughs> like biding my time waiting for elden ring that's really right. what this is at this point and uh sure. i also think that um super mega baseball 3 drops tomorrow uh for a game on game pass i'm really looking forward to that i'm not kidding i am 100 percent <laughs> looking forward to that uh, maybe but, you should stream it hey maybe i should actually um we might talk about that later okay in the show. yeah we might talk <laughs> about enough. that later in the show but uh yeah that's pretty much it man i mean i've kind of taken it easy enjoying my winnings uh from that tournament and not really getting i don't want to get too deep into anything right now you know i know I, right now i'm sitting on what a little over 24 hours before i can play the game right. and um man i cannot if you were Are to you gonna... try to measure the level of my excitement whatever you're using to measure it would break a thermometer it would break that okay. mercury would be everywhere a scale that would break because i'd tip it <laughs> I'll right come tip up the with scales. Some more. Tip that's the right scales. Yeah, there you go <laughs> well i think that's about it for what we've been playing uh i say we go ahead and get into our mission report which is about um it's about nintendo so i kind of let in a little harshly i do want to say a quick disclaimer uh, well, I'll say it. I'll say it after the little break here. We'll get into all this. Uh, we're heading into our mission report. Let's go. All right, Brian. 
so I was a little harsh in the intro with the bleeps, um, but it's, you know, it's come to my attention, you know, we're, we're part of like a, uh, a community now in some ways with uh, other podcasters or people who stream video games, just people who use video games to create content, right? Um, and being a part of that community, you start picking up on things that people generally praise and people condemn. And it seems like Nintendo gets praise, and I'm not singling anybody out. I don't have anybody in mind when I say this, but it does seem like Nintendo gets a lot of praise when I think they should be getting a lot more criticism than some other gaming companies. It seems like they always get a pass. Uh, so that's what we're going to discuss. But before we get into it, my quick disclaimer is I've been playing Nintendo games for 35 years. Brian, it's probably like 30 for you or something, mm -hmm. right? Um, yep. Yeah, uh, we are probably undoubtedly going to continue buying Nintendo products. And I personally am very hyped for specific upcoming titles. I'm sure you are as well. Uh, it's it's For me personally, it's been the most instrumental company in, in my personal gaming history. Uh, it'll surely continue to be a huge part of it. I like the Switch. I enjoy many of the franchises and services we will talk a lot of crap about in this episode. Yeah. Uh, we're not trying to incite any anger, but there are some real problems with Nintendo that need to be discussed and addressed, I think. Is that yeah, fair I, to say? I think I would echo all of that. I definitely... You know, Nintendo has been probably my favorite game company just over all of the years mm -hmm. combined. Yeah, they've definitely shaped my my gaming likes and dislikes. And I think the industry is better for them being here. But there are a lot of things that, yeah, like you said, need to be addressed and and other companies have addressed them as yeah. competition. So. Yeah, so let's get right into it. You you bring up an interesting point. I think you're right uh, to start off. I think the, the industry is better for Nintendo being there, but Nintendo gets a lot of credit for saving the industry, right? Because it was in the dumps after the video game industry crash uh, because of what Atari did. And Nintendo kind of brought it out and made it viable to have home gaming consoles again. And really like Nintendo seal of quality on, on well, products. We'll, we'll talk about that for sure. <laughs> but uh they get a lot of credit for that. And I think rightfully so, but like in the back of my mind, like it was going to happen eventually anyway. Right. Like with another company games. was going to like, like with the way com computing was moving forward and things like it was an, an inevitability. I would, I would go out to say like, there was going to be home gaming regardless of Nintendo. And I mean, like, I don't feel like that's a controversial statement, but maybe it is. Yeah, I mean, we we probably wouldn't have arrived at it in the same right. way. Right. And right. yeah, I mean, nin Nintendo's a lot like Disney. Um, you know, they have mm -hmm. these these beloved characters, and that kind of drove things forward. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm like Atari, not not so much. So right. yeah, I mean, there, there were there was magic there. I think is my my point. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, you can't, no other company has encapsulated that in the same way that Nintendo has. I think that still holds true very yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So what's the reason you think Nintendo gets a pass from so many gamers? So I, I think a big part of it, at least now, is nostalgia. You know, we have had all those franchises, those characters, and they've stood the test of time. They have innovated, you know, Mm -hmm. We had Super Mario games, but then we had Mario Kart 
And then we had different iterations of Mario games and then sports games and, you know, the RPGs there's, there's been iteration even within a franchise. Mm -hmm. So that, that just proves that those characters can be slotted into like any genre and it makes sense. I mean, they're in, you know, what, what the Mario and Rabbids game, yeah, a, a completely different genre of, of game mashing up a bunch of things and, and it works. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it is that just the magic of those characters and we know how careful they are at cultivating that. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I think it's the nail on the head. I do think it's a, a big part of why they get a pass from so many people is nostalgia. When you talk about innovation, I do agree that they have innovated within these franchises, but I think sometimes it's a bit overstated. Sure. Um, I think they innovate and then get stagnant a lot of the time. Like, Hey, we innovate. Here's a big title, like something changed. And then it's like, Oh, this worked. Right. Like let's, let's keep doing that. I mean, that was Zelda. Zelda was the same from Ocarina of Time until Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they had, you know, they did different things here and there, but for right. the most part, the formula existed and, and was successful. Yeah. I mean, so I would even change it. <laughs> say it's from like Link to the Past to uh, Skyward Sword because sure. it went from 2D to 3D. But aside from that, the like the way things moved forward never really changed, right? You mm-hmm. get the weapon in the dungeon, you use that weapon to, to like solve the dungeon's puzzles, get to the boss, boom, point into the next area, go there, do sure. the same thing, right? And, and not to say it didn't work, it definitely worked. Like Legend of Zelda is one of my favorite franchises of all times, um, but not a lot of innovation. Breath of the Wild too, I love that game. I think it's breathtaking, uh, pun intended, but <laughs> it's also like it's innovative for a Zelda game, right? Right. Not necessarily innovative. I do think they did some innovative things with how you're clued in to things in the environment. And I do think it allows exploration in a way that other open worlds don't. So I do think it took a formula that was there prior to it and improved upon it. Sure. But there were open world games before Breath of the Wild, right? Yes, it did it better than almost all of them. I don't know that it just, I don't think did it better is, is, all that's there because we had Skyrim and and when we were right, that's true. When we were first introduced to breath of the wild, people said like, I mean, even in the, the first introduction, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was, Inuma said like, you see that mountain, you can go there. Basically what Todd Howard said was Skyrim. Right. And we were, we kind of laughed at that. We said that, okay, we've done that before. This is, this is dumb. Like why, why are we, why are we acting like this is something innovative and new and then we actually played it. And then we mm. saw like, no, that again, there's the magic, like right, that, it's that, that Nintendo, indescribable yeah. Yeah. magic that, you know, they, they had some new systems with the, the, the weapons and, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the bombs and abilities and things like that. Right, but the, the core asleep. of it was things that we've seen before. Yeah, no, I agree. And like, a recent example of that, I think, would be Legends Arceus. I know this isn't Nintendo firsthand, but it is right. exclusive to their console and released by Game Freak. And I'm, I have no doubt they had some hand in its development. Sure, um, it is getting tons and tons of praise. Uh, and yes, it looks very innovative for a Pokemon game, but. I mean, I can't help but look at the mechanics being used and think there are games that use those same mechanics better, right? right. <laughs> and right. 
I, I look, I know this is a debate that has been ever present since the game's release. And I'd, I'd hate to be the person to point this out, but like it matters. It's 2022. And I'm going to say that game does not look good. Like, oh, yeah. It's a first, it's a, it's a triple A title from a game, Game Freak, who like should be doing better than this. Literally, the franchise that is 100% the most profitable franchise in the world. And you create a game in 2022 that looks like it came out two generations ago. Right. Like it, it looks that bad. Like I don't <laughs> it looks think, really bad. And I, I know like, Hey, it might be the best. I'm genuinely happy that people are enjoying this game and, and it's gotten a resurgence out of people into Pokemon, but it, it should look better than that. Like, yeah. I, I don't think there's an argument to be had there. Like right. there's almost no excuse for a game to look like that. Um, and, and some of the elements too, it's like, Hey, now you could like see Pokemon in the wild. It's not just like random encounters. And it's like, is that innovative though? <laughs> right. Like, Cause I, I mean, that's how a lot of games work. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was Chrono Trigger had enemies that you could just avoid altogether because they right. were on the map. So, I mean, RPGs have been doing that forever. Yeah. And I think it, it goes with the, what you're saying with that magic, right? What's the magic of Pokemon? I mean, if you took out the pocket monsters and put in like dudes in armor all of a sudden that game is not innovative at all i I think you should you should ask digimon what (laughs) what is the magic of pokemon (laughs) i don't know if they could tell me the answer from their grave (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly so there's there's something there right right and uh, i think that's it like seriously think about legends arceus and think about if you weren't collecting pokemon say it was just something else say it was I, i'd hate to say dudes in armor because like who's going to collect a bunch of dudes in armor right but say it was like what uh, yakuza like a dragon had a funny thing where you were getting like these like sketchy dudes uh and collecting them so like say the whole game was that all of a sudden it is not this nine out of ten game it is right. it, it is like oh this game looks terrible like what's the point why are we catching these things right sure but because it's pokemon because it's all these like it plays on that nostalgia oh like I caught, I caught a Pokemon. I know it's my favorite one. Like that matters to people. It does. But think about back to 1998 where we didn't have nostalgia for it and it just happened and everyone was immediately enamored. Yeah. And it's, it's just like an indescribable thing that everyone was on board with. (laughs) It's true. And like, I am really, really getting on their case here. (laughs) It's good that Pokemon is innovating at all. Right. Like that I think that's a big point I want to make that I haven't expressed. Like, yeah, I'm I'm saying like it's not enough, but it's something and it's something more than they've done in like 30 years, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like pretty good. Pretty good. So that's the thing. Uh we have the answer to why does Nintendo get a pass for so yeah. many games? And we will we will answer that in a very succinct way at the end of this. I want to save that, but yeah. oh, I, I will not. I'm okay. just here to talk a bunch of crap, dude. Sure. <laughs> Am I, I think I'm doing pretty well so far. I am sure I have angered people. And like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm so positive on games all the time. And mm-hmm. like, I, I gen, I'm, that's me being me. Like, I love video games. Despite their flaws, I love them. Sure. And all the things I'm saying, these negative, you know, I'm saying all this negative stuff right now, but like, I love these games too. Like, I love Pokemon. Right. And I, it doesn't mean I can't see the issues like and talk yeah. about that, right? So like exactly, oh, yeah, I'm allowed to vent every once in a while, right? Oh yeah, this is Good. a venting episode for Good. sure. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess I could just. Am I going to be the one to introduce all the problems here? Or did well, you so, so I, 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 
I have some big points and okay. I, I just, I don't want, I want to make sure that they don't overlap or, or, or too early on what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but you know, we've, we've had some recent news from Nintendo mm-hmm. and that was one of the big oh, things yeah. that I think spurred this, this whole conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So do you want to get into that now? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can okay. bring it up. So, because this is the crux of a lot of things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, they Nintendo is shutting down the mm. the 3DS eShop and the Wii U eShop. So they're they're shutting down the ability to buy new stuff. They're giving you, I think it's like a year. Mm-hmm. So if you have money in the bank, you can you need to spend it. If you are wanting to buy anything, like you have until later this year to even purchase any more eShop credit. Right. But after some sometime in 2023, they are getting rid of the eShop and the ability to buy things. You can still download things that you've purchased from them. So that is not going away for the foreseeable future. And they they still have the Wii shop up. You can still download the stuff that you quote unquote own. So, but that just brings up the question about like, well, how long, how long are they going to do this? And Nintendo is notorious for getting rid of these services in favor of selling those games to you again right they are not shy to that we've seen it over and over again every single generation they do Mm -hmm. that and i think it it goes back to the point where they have been doing this for a while and they have competition in the space now more than ever Mm -hmm. we have three distinct styles of this we have nintendo and what they do like you can buy your stuff we're going to get rid of these ways to to play the games, you know, Oh, we're only going to have 3d all-stars for, for a a little bit. And then you won't be able to buy it on our eShop at all. We're not going to make any more physical editions at all. It's gone. Right. Right. But we'll sell it to you again with the Nintendo switch online. And then we have PlayStation who, you know, they're, they're pretty good about like, okay, well we got some, you know, we have the PlayStation shop, but you can't play it on this console right. and, and you can't do the PS2 here and the PS3, if it's a 20 gig one, it can play everything. But the 80 gig one can't like there's a bunch of weird stuff that has always happened with PlayStation. Yes. They want you to play their games. They 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 have cut some avenues where you can always get to something. Mm-hmm. But then there's Xbox. They don't care where you're playing. If you have a screen in front of you, you can play any game that mm-hmm. has pretty much been on any Xbox of all I know. time. I think they ever. by far are the best at this sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so, I feel like PlayStation's like the business, the business one, right? Like we're trying to do what you want, but we're also trying to make money. Exactly. And Nintendo is like the traditional, like, oh, we're gonna do what we're doing and you're gonna pay for it. Yep. And then you have Game Pass who's like, give the people what they want, <laughs> right? Exactly. Or not, not even Game Pass, Xbox in general, because you right. can like buy it. I was able to download that game we talked about last week, the Dungeons and Dragons um, Shadows over Mistara, because like, oh. oh, wait, like I had this 360 game. Let me play it on my Series X, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just like three distinct styles going on. And the big point there is... I think archives and where, you know, video games sit in history, that's important. I mean, these, these Mm -hmm. games are art. They, they deserve to be celebrated and exist for as long as human culture is around. I don't think there's any reason for these things not to exist. Mm -hmm. And Nintendo is 
proving that like they don't care about that. They they just want to to sell you stuff and there's no way to play some games anymore. I mean, there's countless games on like the Wii eShop channel that just like went away when that shut down. Yeah. Um, and I think even the Video Game History Museum came out and, and right. kind of like decried this whole situation. So actually, yeah, I have what they said right here. Oh, here uh, we if go. I can, yeah. If I can just interject. Um, sure. Yeah, the, the Video Game History Museum, is that what it was? They came mm-hmm. out and said, while it's unfortunate that people won't be able to purchase digital 3DS or Wii U games anymore, we understand the business reality that went into this decision. What we don't understand is what path Nintendo expects its fans to take. Should they wish to play these games in the future as a pay... Should they wish to play these games in the future? As a paying member of the Entertainment Software Association, Nintendo actively funds lobbying that prevents even libraries from being able to provide legal access to these games. Crazy. What? And then, yeah, (laughs) not providing commercial access is understandable, but preventing institutional work to preserve these titles on top of that is actively destructive to video game history. Totally agree with that statement. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes on, we encourage ESA members like Nintendo to rethink their position on the issue and work with existing institutions to find a solution. It belongs um, in a museum. I, uh, yeah, hell yeah, man. <laughs> like, dude, you serious? Like, of course, Indiana Jones, like, that's exactly my take on it. I, and and that's the biggest thing, too. I, I think that's a fair part of the, the argument here. They are willing to literally give jail time to people who are trying to get these games into people's hands. I I, I get it. You want to make money off those titles, like hundred percent. Yes. Like piracy, you want to squash it. You want to make monies off the titles, but you're not doing that. And when you do it, you get poor emulation like the NSO offers. Right. Right. So like, there's gotta be a better way to go about this, man. You know, like you can't just be ultimately punishing everyone who who tries to do that and then not providing the product yourself or at least like for the sake of you know preservation like right. taking it away from libraries <clears throat> or like educational institutions <laughs> that's like wild to me yeah um and there's actually a website I'll put in the show notes where you can track uh all the history of Nintendo and their lawsuits when it comes to this sort of thing. And yeah. uh, there are quite a few, like the more recent one with Bowser getting five years in prison. I think that just happened a week ago. Sure. Uh, that is far from the only case of that happening. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's bad business practice for sure. Like it's bad, yeah. bad for the industry. Um, speaking of the NSO, if I may. Um, yes. Yeah. So that's the thing. The eShop is gone, right? And I think mm-hmm. they're they're saying, oh, like the NSO is here now. Like NSO is your new god. <laughs> Worship it, you know? Right. Uh, and I do think that the issue is there could be both. Uh, they're not mutually exclusive. You could have this service where people I mean, pay a monthly fee or annual fee and get the NSO. And yeah. you could also offer like a la carte. You want a single game, you buy it. That's what both of the other companies have have done. Right, right. It's, but but this is exactly what Apple does. Mm-hmm. They have their Apple Arcade, and you really like this one game? Well, pay us five dollars a month, and you can get it. Yeah, you get a hundred other games, but if you don't like them, tough. You know that yeah. that it, it's just a remnant of that, and it, it really stinks. <laughs> no, I I agree. I think that's a good parallel to make to Apple, um, because it is that 
they know what they have. They know they have like Apple fanboys and they know right. like people will pay the funds and Nintendo is no different. Like they know yeah. people will buy the product. Uh, they leverage that nostalgia over like quantity or quality of the content they put out. Exactly. Uh, the NSI price point, I will say is way off. Um, we we have it. Uh, yeah. So both this is of, another both instance. Of us have yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, it's another instance. We are of, part of the problem. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, but we did it I mean. in the way that made right. sense to us, which is you know getting other people on board and and sharing right. that sharing the load. And I mean, that's the funny thing. There is a loophole there with the family plan for $80 for a year. right? And they encourage it. They, they actually they say, if you can find other people, you should right. do that. Yeah. But as far as the individual membership, I think that price point is, is way off personally. No, it's, it's, it's complete trash. Yeah. Um, and I just think there are some bigger issues that, you know, obviously like it's it, it not having to do with this. So if you want to continue this topic, like let's do so and so get it all I, out now. But. I have, I have one, one point to that. Yeah. Um, I don't think that the level of going back and forth should, should we get it? Should we not get it? Like for, for NSO mm-hmm. $80 a year versus the Xbox model. Right. I don't even think about game pass, right? It's just, I'm subscribed. Yeah. It's great. I don't care about the the fifteen dollars a month it it makes sense because of what you're getting but mm-hmm. like you and I struggled for a long time like and and that's like splitting the cost mm-hmm. do we want to do we want to get into this plan that has like I don't know a couple things that maybe we'll use one day yeah and it's it's just like a crazy difference uh but between the the two services mm-hmm. and i'm i'm really interested to see where playstation goes with it so see, you know we're we're going to get you know it, it's hard to beat that xbox model but absolutely. nintendo has shown that there's a a bottom of the barrel that you know you can scrape and i mean that's just it it's like the promise of them adding more i have played since we've had the expansion pass, I've played quite a bit of games on there, uh, sure. mostly Genesis games that you get with the expansion. I've right. played that you've lot. already played in the past. Right. It's, Correct. it's nothing new. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I haven't touched the N64 games. I, I plan on doing it, but like I plan on playing a lot of games, right? right. And uh, never get around to it. And like, what do you really get for that? Even for the NES and the SNES, um, what do you, what would you even call them? Like apps, I guess. Uh, sure. There's virtual console. Yeah. Right. Like there's good, there are good products there on the, on the SNES one. And I played some of those, but like, what do you, how many games are you getting each on each one? 30, maybe, maybe 25 NES games. And like half of them, you really don't want to play anyway. Sure. More than I'd even say more than half. Uh, it's the SNES one. Like it's all stuff you've played before. Like you said, so how many are you really going to go back and play? Genesis has like t- maybe 12 titles, I think, sure. you know, the, the N64 doesn't have many. I know they're adding them. It's seemingly monthly, which means you'll lose your yeah. prediction there, Brian. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. mean, they're, they're pushing it. What tomorrow we get Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask. Yeah. So that's yeah. two in a two month well, period. It's been three, hasn't it? Cause you said they added banjo oh, was paper, paper mario paper was mario. That the other one okay. yeah and uh and this so you you okay. did say you'd count paper mario not to okay. not to digress here sure but, uh, sure yeah I well want my, i'm not I want i'm my not victory. holding out much hope honestly because yeah. yeah. i feel no, like bet- we haven't heard what the next one is you know Be- before... Beetle adventure racing let's get it there's no way i hope <laughs> i'm so. sure there's there's oh. some problem with that can you imagine the licensing with that yeah. yeah absolutely um but no i just think that uh yeah they're they're not offer like you said. They're not offering a good product, and that's the difference with Game Pass. It, you don't put give it a second thought because you know that 
any month, every month, you're going to have countless games on there you could play. And I mean, even if there's only five, they're not 10 minute experiences like some right. of these NES games. They are, you know, meaty, meaty games on that service. So that's the other thing. This is a, a good service for someone who hasn't experienced anything, right. who maybe wants to go back and play NES, Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. That's not for us. We've we've done that. We've we've played those games. Yeah, we like to go back and play for 10 minutes and call it a day. But for someone to go out and buy all the systems, all the games, yeah, that would be a ludicrous amount of money. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that aspect. Right. But this is a a crummy way to to go about, you know, giving yeah. that to people. Yeah. And I mean, talking on that game preservation that you brought up, it's it's not it's not good for that. It's not good no. at it. Uh, you're getting subpar versions of these games and you're getting only a few of the games. You're not getting like the entirety of the library in right. any one of these uh, virtual apps or whatever you want to call them. Could you uh, imagine if Nintendo did what Xbox has done and just like, yeah, you know what? Have all the Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, everything. But why can't they? Because they don't have to. And that's the right. big answer. <laughs> right. They make ridiculous amounts of money just selling the same things over and over again. Well, fine, sell them. Like, that's the point I'm making. It doesn't have to be a part of the service. Like, have that. Like, okay, you want all these games? Here they are. But you have to pay per title. Like, people would love that. That's like, I feel like that's what they're missing is having both that and the NSO, right? There should be both. How many times have you bought Ocarina of Time in your life, though? Oh, my gosh, really? Exactly. <laughs> like four? Exactly. Probably. Right. Yeah. Right. So that was let's say $50 a pop or in your method, it's like, okay, well let's pay $50 one time and you own it forever. Right. It's, it's stupid for them to do that. And that they, they know what they have, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. Uh, That's it. (laughs) I know. I know. But um, these, everything after this is going to seem minor in comparison. I think that was the the biggest issue here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry to jump around, but like that, in, in talking what's happened recently, like, yeah. It just proves this this point that we we know over and over again. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so I also think like another reason this conversation sparked. I think the reason I initially brought up having this conversation was because, like, the direct happened, right? The recent mm-hmm. direct, and people were like, "Yeah, like this is the best direct Nintendo's had in years." And yeah, sure, like yes, it was, right? Absolutely, sure, on board with that. But like, it's. It's. I think it's a product of the console we're dealing with. It's a good direct when really it's like a slew of non-exclusive games and re-releases of old titles, right? It goes <laughs> with the, the thing we're saying about playing with nostalgia and like, oh, what a great direct. And like, yes, they had their like banger announcements in there. They showed like Salmon Run from, from Splatoon 3 with Kaiju in it now. And they showed, they finally had a release date for Advance Wars 1 and 2, which arguably we should have already had. <laughs> we should have already be playing the game, right? <laughs> Um, and you also had, uh, you know, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles three, which is huge for some people, not for me, but like, I get it. But then interspersed in there is like, oh, you're also getting these games, like a Chrono Cross remake, which is not exclusive to the switch, but they bill it. They give it top billing. Like it's a big deal and people, wow, look at that, you know? Um, and all these other games, they really like just kind of stick in there, but it ends up that like 
they're all re-releases of older games like the force unleashed like come on dude do you really <laughs> care about the force unleashed coming to the switch because i no, all no i know i didn't even care about the game when it came out so i'm not a good person to talk to how dare you I know, <laughs> but uh, but there were a lot of that kind of caliber of announcement, right? And and there's also that like, like even if they announce a game that's not a re-release, it's not an exclusive. Like, hey, check it out! Like, here's this Chrono Cross remake. Well, you could get it on PC or like PS4 right. too, or you know, hey, like you can no get it on Man's a console. <laughs> yeah, right. No Man's Sky. Ooh, wow! Like, right. You can get it on something that's undoubtedly going to run it better, right? Because right. you're dealing with like mobile technology in the Switch, and I think that's just like. I love I love their announcements. I love their surprises. I love how they do like the oh before we go, there's one more announcement, <laughs> right? And in this case, I mean they they definitely innovated on the direct. Like that right. is the way to to distribute information, and they were the, yeah. absolutely the first people to do it. Yes, and I think it is the best way to do it in today's yeah. like gaming climate, right? Yeah, and technology too. I mean that's what. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these Apple does that with their things now. It's not that stage show. It's just mm-hmm. like, here's a flyby of our campus and we're showing you all the new Apple products. Like, that's how you do it now. Yeah. So I will say, I guess, like the comparison I would make say PlayStation came out and did this, like, did this with like maybe two games you already knew about, but now they have a release date for it. Right. And a, one big, like big ish surprise announcement, like Xeno Gears, uh, Xeno, whatever, three, <laughs> Xenoblade sure. Chronicles three. Right. Right. And a bunch of other stuff that was like not big titles at all that were re releases or gonna, people would be like, dude, this was a horrible, horrible PlayStation event. Right. Right. Like, and they would say the same for Xbox. Like, sure. and, and I think rightfully so. But when it's Nintendo, it's like, Whoa, we're getting a Gundam <laughs> game I'll never buy. What? <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. And I, I love the Switch. Don't get me wrong. I love the way it did innovate, but it is old hardware. You're dealing it's with like old now yeah, mobile hardware. You're dealing with it's mobile. It's been a while hardware. since I got excited. Like Dread, I was excited for mm-hmm. you know the month and then it was here. Yeah. But uh, I don't I Breath of the Wild 2 is the only thing like on the hook for me, honestly. Advanced Wars reboot came for me but uh, 20 year old game man i don't yeah, know <laughs> i know i know i suck i have like exactly the problem i have with that Nintendo. one like i would i would wait for that one to be a cheaper price but it's a nintendo game so it's not going to be right i think it's, 40. it's always i think it's, it's always going to be 40 dollars though it's never going to go down in price so if yeah. i want it like oh, wait, there's no this- it might be a $60 game. I feel like it's a $60 game. Oh. Yeah, it's a $60 game because I remember thinking like, oh, well, I paid $30 for each Advance Wars on Game Boy Advance, so it's now $60, <laughs> right. same as a game. Yeah, yeah. It, oh. It's totally $60. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to find out. Be you, some, you're going to sure. be very disappointed. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going I'm to telling be. telling you. Man, uh, it's $60. <laughs> <laughs> it's $60. <laughs> like, they are not parting me with that $60 for... I, I'm not going to get that game. I, like it, it, It's cool, yeah. but I'm not going to get that game. I so wish I could say that, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> they got like, you. It's that magic, brother. They, I need it. Give me that magic. Everyone has it. Shove it in my veins. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone's got that franchise or that game that will do it for them. Right, right. But yeah, I just think that like I, I, do, I do appreciate for what the Switch did at the time, but even then it was outdated hardware. Even at release, it I was know. not new, fresh, like cutting edge, aside from 
God, I hate to call it a gimmick because I do think the switch is more than a gimmick. Um, but I mean, aside from it being like, hey, take it with you and and you can play at home, which is a great thing for a console to do. It's hugely yeah. innovative. Don't it get is. me wrong. Like I'm I mean, not trying to understate that. Steam Deck is making that a, a core part of right. what it is. Right. And I'm not I'm not trying to understate that at all, but like it it we need a refresh for sure. Um, and I just and, said it. It's the Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't get your Nintendo, but it gets everything else. And the biggest, the biggest thing is we are now five years on to the Switch, and they still haven't fixed Joy-Con drift. Yeah, like, are people just going to forget that's a thing that's right. existed for the last five years with no resolution from Nintendo whatsoever? Oh. Oh, you got Joy-Con drift. It's cool. Send in your Joy-Cons. We'll we'll send you others, and those will have Joy-Con drift too. <laughs> Does that sound good? Does that work? Yeah. Um, I'm being so terrible towards Nintendo, but like that that is inexcusable. Dude. It's, it's like not good, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine I'm, I'm just thinking if another company did this, it, it it would be a much bigger deal. I'm so surprised Nintendo wasn't like raked across the coals for that. I think it's just because it's a it's a not annoying enough problem for the majority of people out there. The people who care and like can notice it are are going to be that vocal minority. But mm-hmm. then you have like the family that's like, all right, well, this thing like doesn't work because the kids are bashing on it. Like, let's just right. buy eighty dollars of new Joy Cons right. and call it a day and not ever worry about it again. I, I think it goes further too. I think it's those hardcore Nintendo people like, oh, I'll just get a Pro Controller. Yeah, like oh, or I want the yellow Joy Cons. Right, I play with the Pro Controller because like I didn't want to deal with Joy Con drift. So they're getting more of your money because of a problem they created, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all the gripes I wanted to bring up. Uh, The one thing I will actually say is a positive uh, is there was a lot of talk about Mario Kart Nine. Uh, and it's a live service. Apparently Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is like a live service platform. Now, initially at the time of this announcement, they didn't do the best job of conveying the information, but I I really got like, hold on, hold on, hold on. The first eight tracks are $25. And I thought it was going to be 25 per pack. I didn't, I didn't quite get, I I rewatched it and Mm -hmm. I didn't get that message from it. But I, when you said that, I was like, oh my God, that's terrible. And then mm. like rewatch it and it, it's not, it's not conveyed right. properly. Like they should have said like, this is the price and it gets you everything. Right. Well, that, maybe that I just jumped the gun too. I might've just jumped the gun too, but um, I, I do walk back that statement. I think, I think that $25, like for all the crap I'm saying negative about Nintendo, <laughs> you're going to offer me 48 Mario Kart 8 deluxe tracks for $25. I will take that all day every day yeah like, and this is a situation where yes you can buy it mm-hmm. or you could do right. the nso and and have it right which is so. not really yours but you could right. have it well as long as you have the nso you but have you it. have to have online so it like kind of goes hand right. in hand for sure for so. sure yeah yeah i will say this is a good thing this is nintendo doing something right like if but you i think keep- it's because they had a gun to their head if they didn't do something right with this it's it's completely like okay we'll do this part for you yeah you know they they had to sweeten that 80 dollar pot with right. something oh i just mean even the 48 tracks at 25 dollars. like that is oh, okay. not that's not that's being consumer friendly 
to me sure. because you're talking about an older a game that is now seven years old, right? Since it was mm-hmm. not even more than that, I think. I mean, 2013 so, is when the original yeah. one came yeah. out. So you're talking about a nine-year-old game, right? That released on your last console. Like, yeah, this is good. Like, hey, you've you guys have been great. You bought tens of millions of copies of this game. Like, we're gonna cut you some slack here. Okay. Good so time. you're telling me that if The Last of Us uh-huh. came out, yeah, and then nine years later they said we added we added some more areas that you can explore and and a little more story stuff. It's I don't think it's game. comparable. I don't think it's okay. comparable. I think right. like it, a more a more comparable thing would be like Smash, right? Uh-huh. Like something that has the potential for to be a platform Halo, even right? Okay. Like, like something that like, hey, the game's still around. People are still playing it online in good numbers. Like, no, The Last of Us. Like, people now play through the story, right? They don't, they don't play factions, sure. right? Like, so I think. Well, I don't I, think I that's think a one to one. Halo is a good example. Mm-hmm. If they if they waited nine years and said, "Here's some more Halo maps," but they people didn't. would lose it. Right? They they like where's our campaign? Where's our this that and the other? Right, and right, right. There's so many things that go with that. It's, it's, but this is not a campaign based game, so I still don't think that's necessarily a one. I mean, I, I think that's where like not the, City Kong Racing has a campaign, and that that is an innovation. Right. This that is they're not just choosing not to do. Correct. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not going nuts <laughs> sticking up for Nintendo here, but the sure. point I do want to make is it's not the first time. They they've added to this platform either yeah um they made you buy that dlc twice i mean that's the thing i bought mario kart 8 two times i've bought all that dlc two times so like they've gotten three hundred dollars of my money (laughs) from this but that's why i think this is the right way to do it like i don't i think it's at least being aware of the fact that like there are people out there who spent the 50 extra dollars on the wii u like apparently both of us did (laughs) who then spent 60 more dollars buying the game again on the switch and like i think they're at least showing that like they're somewhat aware of that right yeah which is good (laughs) better than nothing Better than like, hey, you want 48 tracks? It's Mario Kart 9 and it's $60. Like, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't <laughs> I just I, I feel like with a brand new game, I expect a lot more than just like, okay, well, here's the same engine with some new tracks. There's right. gotta be more innovation at that point. Yeah. So yeah. I'll agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, you got any more gripes about Nintendo? <laughs> Screw those I, guys, I feel like, right? I feel like I need to say like, yes, I love Nintendo. I, I, and and I, I do put my money where my mouth is with things like this. Like, I'm not going to be buying Advance Wars because, you know, of, of the reasons that I discussed Bro, on that. throwing me under the bus. I mean, that's fine. Like, you know everyone what? You has know what? Their Check this out. Points. Are you ready? You yeah. ready for this, Brian? I will not be buying Advance Wars Reboot Camp. Really? I won't. No, that's... There's no way. Dude, I'm still going to be playing Elden Ring. Like oh, two yeah, years from true. now, I'm still going to be playing Elden Ring. What are you right. talking about? That's true. Yeah. Uh, how about Amiibo DLC? That that was a cool thing. Locking content oh, yeah, right. behind yeah. Amiibos. There's yeah. there's just like... How many countless. Amiibos did you buy? I was gifted probably about four. And okay. yeah. Did I gift them to you? I didn't gift you any. Right? No. No, okay. no. Yeah. I think I, I think I probably bought about four. Sure. Um, I really liked like they came out with the old eight bit Mario and eight bit yeah. Zelda, and I got they're, those. They're two. cool. They're cool. I, I, I will admit that. 
Yeah, um, I do think the locking DLC behind Amiibo though is like, oh, you want to you want some some loot drops in uh, Breath of the Wild, right? Well, you better buy those Link Amiibos, yeah, right. Yeah. Which is is probably like for kids, that's probably so fun to okay. like have have that innovation. Uh, which brings me to a, a story story time here. Okay, uh, the the ones that I I was gifted. Um, so my my wife's dad was like, all right, well, what do we get Brian for for Christmas? <laughs> And she was like, he really wants these amiibo things. Like you would probably do well to get those. And he's like, these are like kids toys. So, okay, whatever, I, whatever the, the nephew of like the, the three-year-old nephew wants, like that's what Brian wants for Christmas. Wow. So yeah, that's, I have the same taste as a, a They're like, uh, who are you married to? Exactly. Yes. That was, it, it was, it was a moment of pause for them. I love it. I love it. I have no qualms asking people to like, Oh, what do you want? What should I get you for a gift? Well, a, a gift card for like PlayStation would be perfect. And they're like, yeah. you're, you're a 40 year old man. I'm like, damn right. I am. And that's yeah. what I want. <laughs> exactly <laughs> anything yeah. else would be a waste of your money that's it that's <laughs> yeah. it <laughs> yeah well i hope you like demon soul shirts too ryan yeah, yeah. Demon soul shirt is great cool cool it's well <laughs> it's no amiibo <laughs> that's it <laughs> anything else you want to bring no, up? so I, I i love nintendo i think i think yeah, yeah we, we've been crapping on them enough for this mm. and but that's the whole episode you know we we, we are displeased with a lot of these these situations that yeah. that we're in and it it just causes us to to branch out and and want that whatever the competition's offering and i mean that's that's okay it just seems like they never been to any of what the competition i mean even their online is so just like far beyond mm-hmm. uh or for, far behind i should say what yeah. the competition oh, offers it's nowadays. always been always been Exactly. Yeah. They, they, I, I remember them when online was first becoming a thing with like Xbox Live. They, they were like, people don't want this. Nintendo yeah. was vehemently against it. And then when they did adopt it, it was terribly done. Exactly. Yeah. Dropped games a- another, all the time. Yeah. Another situation of like, okay, like, I guess you can have this. This, mm-hmm. this seems like garbage. And yeah. we're like, yeah, this is garbage. This is not the right way to do it. Yeah. But okay. I, this is what you're going to give us, I guess. Okay. Now that this gun's to my head, I guess I'll do it. Exactly. <laughs> that was that was a good example of that situation occurring. Yeah, what for it sure. feels like. For sure. For sure. Uh, I do, before my last points that I want to bring up, I just want to uh, leave us with two quotes. Um and and we could then judge if you think Nintendo is living up to these quotes. Uh, the first quote is from Shigeru Miyamoto. Nintendo's philosophy is never to go the easy path. It's always to challenge ourselves and try to do something new. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave you with that one. And then here's one from the late, great Satoru Iwata. At Nintendo, we do not run from risk; we run to it. I, I mean, I would agree with both of those statements because, for everything that we've just said, mm-hmm. they produce games that people love for all eternity and are like the greatest of all time. Yeah, so that's no. got to count for something. I agree. I think those quotes lean towards innovation, which I think sometimes they struggle with. For mm-hmm. all the faults I brought up, Nintendo is just, I love it. I love yeah. Nintendo. I'll never stop loving Nintendo. Uh, yeah. It means so much to me uh, personally. And like, I will do my best to be there 
at Universal Studios when the <laughs> Nintendo Park opens up. You know, I'll I'll probably oh, be am, like wait like forget Disney man like yeah, that that yeah, is that is a thing of the past a hundred percent. I love Disney now, but like going to the parks with my son, it's a different experience. You know, sure. um, but yeah, like believe me. <laughs> that's where i'm getting my annual passes once that nintendo park. Sure. like here's here's a good example of the hold that nintendo has over us i watched a youtube video of somebody walking through the tunnel into the park in japan and like i legitimately i, I cried like oh it was like gosh. i cannot believe this is real i cannot yeah. believe this exists in the world it is the company that holds my nostalgia more than any other yeah and uh it's powerful, dude. It is. It, <laughs> yeah. it really is. Yeah. Yeah. So for all the crap I talk, like I, I love Nintendo, man. Yeah. I always have, always will. You know. Me too, for sure. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we're done with all that. <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and get into our mission debrief. Okie doke. All right, Brian. Thanks for humoring me this episode. Of course. Uh, I appreciate all the input you had, uh, yes. but I have, I have a few things for my mission debrief here. Uh, if it's okay, if I can bring up two things, yeah, I would love to. Um, so my first thing is uh, Beat Saber. Remember VR? I used to talk about it all the time. Yeah. Uh, I recently got an email from uh, Meta Oculus now, right? Oh, God. It's, not Facebook. Oh, it's like Meta, Meta Quest. Uh, Meta Quest, and uh, it was like a free ten dollar gift certificate. Uh, so I used it to buy. Please buy something. I did buy something. <laughs> I bought the Lady Gaga Beat Saber music add-on. Okay. Yeah, it sounds dope. awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. It's dope, man. I Sweet. love it. I love it. I love. Uh, I love Lady Gaga. I don't know if people know that about me. I think me too. Her music no is just like uh, incredible. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there is nothing cooler than feeling like you're probably looking ridiculous to everybody else, <laughs> but feeling like you are doing sick dance moves while using lightsabers to cut blocks to Lady Gaga. It's, I have a requirement a, in my life. I need your wife to film you oh God, playing no. the Lady Gaga beat saber and put it on our social media. That would be so bad. <laughs> that would be so bad. I'll be like, rah, rah, oh, mama. <laughs> I would too, dude. I know I'm you would. You. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, John, I bet brown man's anyway. <laughs> oh, uh, what have you done to me? Um, so another, my second um uh, thing is that I'm streaming video games again. Uh, it's been Heck three yeah. years since I streamed video games. Um, but I did a test stream last night uh, with Mario Kart 8. I was feeling so good about my victory. Uh, I'm just going to keep saying that, that I played, it was more of like just a test to see everything works and everything ran fine. And it did, it did. So uh, by the time this episode releases, you'll be too late, but I'm doing a stream uh, with super mega baseball three when it's on game pass. And I'm going to, anybody who drops in, I'll, I'll create a character for them and make them a part of our team for the franchise. Um, obviously you'll be a part of it, Brian. Heck Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, I, I probably will end up streaming Elden Ring. I said I wouldn't, <laughs> but like, don't hold me to anything I say. 
I, I just think it's going to be the game I'm playing the most. So why not stream it while I play it? Right? That's how I'm going to ingest Elden Ring is just through your streams. Hey, you're more than welcome to join me. I, <laughs> that would be cool, dude. Um, but yeah, you know, if you if you have the time and you see me online, I'll, I'll have uh, we'll have our link tree in the show notes and our Twitch is on that link tree. Go ahead and drop us a follow if you if you like watching people play video games. Uh, I don't know. I don't. It's funny because I'm not big on Twitch viewing. Um, and when I streamed like three years ago, I really tried to like, you know, like we try to grow a community now. I genuinely enjoy listening to podcasts because it's much more passive than watching someone play video games and right. chatting with them on on Twitch or YouTube. Um, but I did try to like do that back then. I, I don't want that pressure. I'm just here to play video games. You could watch if you want. There's no pressure here. Like, I just want to share cool games with people who want to take the time to watch, you know? So uh, you got to yeah. have that. What's up, everybody? Here yeah. we are, Ryan, Ryan J yeah. in the house. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm, here I am saying, like, go oh, give us a follow. I'm basically doing that now, right? But like, uh, you know, you, yeah, you can drop in if you want. No, no pressure, man. No biggie. No expectations. <laughs> there you go. It'll be fun. You're gonna play some games. That's it. That's it. That's it. That is great. I love that, and expect the video of Lady Gaga VR within the week so my <laughs> mission debrief i'll tell the doctor that's right <laughs> uh my mission debrief is an officially licensed nintendo entertainment product and this is the hori split pad pro i know i've talked about it to you before but this fixes joy-con drift because <laughs> did it you is... have this planned no i didn't I, th- this has been one. So I have a list of, of uh, right. mission debrief stuff. I always want to talk about this. This controller is awesome. So what it is, is basically two detached joy cons that are big and it, it looks like an Xbox controller split in mm-hmm. half so that you can put it on either side of your switch and you have a full game pad. Mm-hmm. There's some turbo buttons. There's uh, back paddles. If you want to use those, you can put those to specific. You can, um, what do you call it? When you like assign like buttons, map button mapping, map buttons. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you can map the, there's like four different paddles that you can use. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like a real controller in your hands when oh, you're playing cool. handheld. Yeah. Um, they recently announced or might've been released at this point a attachment that you can plug in as well. So you could plug this into your switch and then attach it like the charging grip, basically. Mm -hmm. It's not wireless. You still have to plug it in because this doesn't have any battery to it. It is, it is just powered by the switch in, in some way. But if you ever wanted to have the, I guess, Nintendo switch pro that actually has a good controller on it, this does it It does not have rumble. So that kind of stinks. Um, and there's no gyro aiming. So you, you huh. do make some concessions, right. but it it is a, this is like one of the bigger controllers that I've used. It almost feels like a Duke Xbox oh, controller gosh. in your hands. It's, it's massive, yeah. um, but it feels really good. So if you find yourself playing a lot of switch games, handhelds, and you want a way more comfortable way to do that, I absolutely buy this. They have so many different colors and iterations and they're cheap. They're like, I think like it regularly goes on sale for like $30. So it's nowhere near the, the cost of a, a set of Joy-Cons. And 
I played through the entirety of Dread with this. It was so much more comfortable than any Joy-Con. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have a Pro Controller, but I don't always want to like, really? play on the big screen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a great investment. Very cheap. Very good if you ever find yourself playing on handheld. Very cool. The very cool. Hori Split Pad Pro. It's made by Hori, but it, it's right. it's endorsed by Nintendo. Very good, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do not have it, but I have a Pro Controller, so I'm not sure I'll... Well, you do most of your gaming on on a TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I I love playing handheld. I am a handheld person. That's why I'm getting the Steam Deck. That's why I have two Switches. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Nintendo getting me at every corner here. I know. (laughs) The last game I played uh, a lot of handheld was Hades, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. I did that with. uh, Yeah. You know, your little light. Yeah, it's yellow. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. I like it. Watch the video if you want to see my sexy yellow switch. Yeah. So if anybody's still listening, because I'm sure people were like, they hate Nintendo. We're out of here. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for sticking around. Uh, We do have an episode for next week. Uh, Next week, you know, we hate Nintendo so much. Naturally, next week, we're going to talk about our top five Mario levels uh, with Captain Morgan Remington of the Intergalactic Pinecone. He is a former podcaster now twitch streamer here i am talking about how i'm not like gonna network with other like i'm not gonna put that much effort to it well we have a twitch streamer coming on um nice. next week and uh yeah i look forward to that episode this is that nostalgia right like we get to decide what our favorites are i i don't think there are any wrong answers here so any stipulations just mario levels yeah in general, just right? level, any levels game? in a mario game mario is okay. missing could be on there you know, Ooh. if you want, it's totally. Can I have all you. five from that that game? Yes, yes. Is <laughs> Mario can. is missing a Mario game, or is that more of a Luigi game? Oh, is that the prequel to Luigi's Mansion? Mario is missing. P- perhaps, yeah. I think you're onto something there. <laughs> These are huge questions that are just kind That's of right. mind blowing to me. Find out next week. Oh no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week. Take everything we say with a grain of salt. What the heck do we know? We're just like independent podcasters, right? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks again. Have a good week. Bye. See ya. Uh...